Well, hello to each and every one of you. I am thankful and appreciative that you decided to take a listen to my thoughts. This is episode 8 of the Bennett's Thoughts podcast. And this is kind of a unexpected episode, but I wanted to share with you all something that took place today that really made me think about um, this crisis that we're in with uh, with COVID-19. I had to make a trip to Walmart uh, this afternoon um, to get some things for my father who is celebrating his 87th birthday. And I went there to get my stuff and as I was leaving out, there was somewhat of a heartbreaking scene in the store that triggered me and had me thinking about how big of a crisis uh, this COVID-19 situation is. So as I was leaving out, I used to do self-checkout. As I was leaving and I was walking past um, the customer service area, There was a woman who was in tears. And from what I gathered, what pretty much happened was that the woman who was in tears wanted to wanted to hug this person that she knows. I thought I overheard something along the lines of first cousins or whatnot. But what I saw there was the reality of where things are right now. This person wanted to hug somebody that I'm assuming they don't live with, they don't see often. And the reality is, is that this situation that we're in has at least for the time being put a stop on us being in public hugging people you know having physical contact with people because what is considered the the biggest way to slow this virus from spreading is maintaining social distance maintaining six feet it's the reason why so many businesses had to close um, once it was determined that the virus was spreading from human to human. And I really don't want to spend this episode talking about the technical aspects of, of coronavirus because we've heard a lot of talk about that. We've had so many discussions on that. I've shared some thoughts on a couple of, of different episodes. But what I really want to focus on is what I would call the grief of COVID-19. I, I shared in a previous episode about disappointments and how um, one of the, the, the aspects of this of this situation is that for many people, it has triggered feelings of disappointment. I, I talked about that in a previous episode. You can go look back at that. But I want to talk about another dimension of that disappointment that I saw today and that I kind of felt myself. 
which is the grief of of this situation this this entire situation has disturbed our norms it has caused us to have to live our life in a different way it's caused us to have to uh, adapt to a new routine we have to have a different mindset we have to have a different strategy uh, when we're out in public when we are doing essential things like going to the store and and what i want to say is is that i believe that it is okay to grieve uh the realities that this that this pandemic has caused and my heart was thinking about yes thinking about you know for me personally what this impact means what what this means as a person that that likes to shake hands and likes to con- make contact with people you know this is out of my territory um even though I really haven't seen a lot of people who I would you know um shake hands with or hug or whatever it's still thinking about potentially seeing somebody that you know and having to keep the knowledge in your head that right now you can't hug and shake hands with people you basically have to wave at them speak to them and you really have to do it from a distance and so for those of us who you know maybe who our our our, our language our, lang- our our love language is touch um for those of us who who really like to you know be interpersonal with people um who like to touch people and i'm not talking about in a, in a in a in a crazy way but you know hugging shaking hands um this is disturbed our norm and so i think about that woman who i saw at the store who was in tears because of the environment that we're in right now in which in which close contact with people is discouraged and 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 in reality when you're inside of a store right now you you are you are reminded over and over and over to maintain your distance and what my mind thought about was was the people who maybe who maybe don't have a family that they can be in physical contact with I think about those who are single. Those who live alone. Those who don't have connections to families like that. Those who didn't grow up in in an environment where everybody is you know is connected or those or they didn't grow up in large families. I think about people who don't have siblings. Uh people who don't have their mother or their father. people who don't have who just don't have anybody else in their lives that they can you know that they can hug that they can be in close contact with I think about those people because I can imagine that many of them you could maybe say all of them but I would say many of them before this epidemic took place many of them had ways of connecting with people It may have been people at work that they connected with, or it may have been friends that they hang out with, um, or that they may spend 
time with uh, that they may, you know, uh, just 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 hang out with and spend time with, and they did that. And right now, you can't sit out at any restaurant to eat. Again, when you're in public places, you really can't be hugging and all that stuff because. Right now, the rules are social distancing. The, the the people who are supposed to be the experts on this stuff say that the only way that we're going to um, slow down this virus is we have to stay away, close, uh, stay away from 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 others. And the grief for me was that such a important piece of what makes life what it is has been at least temporarily taken away from us. And the other factor that I thought about was, and we don't know the future, and we don't know what tomorrow and, and the next days and the next years look like, but, and I may have mentioned this in a, in a previous episode, but you're going to have the potential of people being forever skeptical of having close contact with each other. Because we live in a day and age and and, so, and I and I watched the video um about about um about the church and and about the differences between, you know, this pandemic and a pandemic that happened 100 years ago. And one of the differences that was talked about and I've been harping on it a little bit is is we have more media now. So we have more ways to hear this information. And so it's not like you're just watching the news, the six o'clock or the five o'clock news, and then that's it. Now you you may watch the news on TV, but then you may be on the internet, you may be on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Yahoo, whatever, and continue to hear more and more about uh about this. Um there are some people who believe, uh, and again I'm not gonna really get in depth with it because that, that's a different debate. You know, there's some people who believe that 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 while the virus itself is a serious issue, uh, some believe that the media um, overhyped the situation to the point to where we had to take these drastic measures. And again, I'm not going to debate that, but 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 the the thing is, we live in a day and age where there's so much media now. There's so many ways to get information. There's so many avenues to hear the same thing. You go on YouTube, you'll find videos. It doesn't matter where you go. There's 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 information available about this situation. And so what 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 I grieved and 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 I don't know what she if she was grieving the same but what I grieved in that moment was 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 that there are, there may be some people. Who will who will remain maybe for the rest of their lives remain skeptical of having close interactions with people, especially people who they don't know. And I'm I'm convinced that community relationships is a huge aspect of what makes life life. Life just wasn't created. For us to just kind of go through our routines, produce, make money, spend money, sleep, sleep in the house and go and then go and then go um, and then go where and then just do whatever. Life was meant to be relationships. Uh, the The Bible uh, kind of makes this clear when it comes to Adam. God said it was not good for Adam to be alone. 
Now, I've heard one interpretation that basically says that that's not necessarily meaning that you have to get married. But what God was saying there is, was 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 expressing there was the value of community. And so we were made really for relationships. We were made to be in connection with one another. This is why I said, and I don't know if I mentioned this a lot in my uh, podcast on the church, but that's one thing that makes the return of the church in terms of going back to the building. That's what makes it very interesting because if we're being encouraged, if we're if, if we're being told that the biggest way to slow down this virus is to social distance, then that takes away from really one of the huge aspects of of being a part of the church, which is the that human interaction, that human connection. And so and we and, and, and as I said in, in that post, in that previous podcast, you know, are people going to be comfortable returning back to church life in terms of the community, in terms of, you know, being connected? Are they going to return back to that that quick? I don't know. But today, today, going in that store and seeing that woman cry because what I believe is her wanting to have a hug with that person and knowing that we're in a climate right now where that's discouraged, it it, it really got to me. Um you know, for, for certain reasons personally, but then just to think about those who don't have community right now, for those who don't have family, for those who don't have connections with others, for those who live alone, for those who are in, even those who are in nursing homes, those who are in jail, you know, those type of places that, that, that where, that where people can come and visit them, um, I think about those and I think about what I believe to be a cry of a, uh, to return to some level of normalcy. Now, we know that everything normal um, that was, quote unquote, normal doesn't need to move forward. We know that some things that need to change and, 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 and maybe this virus um, has forced us to make some of those changes. But the fundamental fabric of life being relationships and connections with one another is something that I think many people grieve. These these are these are very interesting times that we're living in. These are not normal times. This is not something that people are getting used to, and I don't even think people should get used to to that. But but I think the main gist I want to get with this, this is not going to be as long of a podcast as my other ones usually are. But the main thing that I really want to encourage us on is that it is okay to grieve. I told you in a previous podcast that it's okay to be disappointed. It's okay to to not be happy with where things are. It's okay to be disappointed. But I want to stress that to, to on this particular podcast and say that it is okay to grieve. It is okay to lament having to deal with a reality that I don't know if any of us was prepared to deal with. It is perfectly okay to grieve. It is perfectly okay to be sad. It is perfectly okay. And when I saw that lady in tears today, it got to me. 
for personal reasons and it got to me because so many people are missing out on relationships right now. So many people are missing out on that on that connection with others. And the reality is is we don't know when we will get back to that to to, to that being a normative part of our society again. And so I I I leave I leave y'all with this. I encourage I encourage all of us in this season to be honest with ourselves about what we are experiencing emotionally. If we're in tears, it's okay to express them. If we're angry, it's okay. Because sometimes a part of grief is anger, right? Um, If you've lost a loved one, you've been through some type of grief process. Now, grief is different for everybody. I'm not an expert on grief. Um, but one thing that I have, I know that I've been told and that I've learned is that grief is something that everybody goes through different. That's why you, you can't tell somebody, you know, stop crying and this and this and this. Because everybody experiences grief different. Everybody deals with the loss of something or someone different. And what And what many of us are going through is what I would call a collective grief. Because... I know that she's not, and I know that I'm not the only one that's grieving the loss of relationships and connections in terms of how we were able to interact with people, okay? We know that we can always talk to people. That's that's not the issue. We can always talk to people. We can always call and text and whatever, but being able to have that physical contact with people. Most of us, we're in a collective grief cycle right now. We're all going through this together. And it's not easy. It's not easy. But I think it is okay for us to grieve. And I think grief is healthy. I think it's healthy to cry. I think it's healthy. Men, women, I don't care who you are. It's okay to cry. It's okay to be angry in this moment. It's okay. Because we're going to get through this together. And this is one of the this is one of the major times right where you can say with confidence and assurity you are not alone. You are not alone in your grief. You're not alone in how you feel. You feel what you feel and can't nobody take that away from you. So I'm ending this podcast now and I just want to encourage you all grieve healthy. It's okay to grieve. This is this is this is an unusual situation. This is a scary situation. Grieve in a healthy way. It's okay to grieve. Be encouraged.